Joy. And this is Claire. This is the Girls Gone Wild podcast. This is episode 315. This episode is sponsored by the lovely guys at Ned. HelloNed.com. You can support the podcast by using the discount code GGW and get a discount on your order with CBD. It's all the rage. All the it cool kids. All, all the cool kids are using CBD. They have CBD tinctures. They have amazing, the most amazing chapstick. If you guys haven't heard us talk about this amazing hemp Used chapstick, it today. we're obsessed with it. I have one. It's my car chapstick, mm-hmm. which, as we all know, is the most important chapstick. It sure is. Um, they also have a like body balm. Highly recommend it. We love these guys. If you are you know, interested in the CBD world, we 100% trust these products. Uh, the discount code GGW will get you a discount off your first order. So go check them out. HelloNed.com. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Yay. All right. We got a lot to cover this week. Uh, let's start real quick with... Um, I got a comment from last week's episode that just kind of landed on me weird where I was like, I really need to just air this out really quick because it's going to bug me. But you know how last week when I was talking about Christina Applegate looking good for her age? <laughs> yes, that you said it like one time yeah. for like two seconds. Yeah, but I when I said it, I remember thinking like, I am close to her age. I want to look like her, but I totally realized how that could come across as like when people tell me they want to look like me when they're my age, I'm mm-hmm. like, that feels kind of weird. But when I said it, I felt like, no, I want to look like her when I'm her age. Like, it's a weird, it was a weird, like, right. catch 22 weird, almost, like, or whatever that is. Double standard. Yeah, double standard. And so I just want to apologize if that was, if that came out wrong, because I truly am like, oh my gosh, she looks amazing. And for someone in Hollywood who's probably, I'm going to guess she doesn't, like, look like she's had a ton of work done. She just likes, she looks like herself. And mm-hmm. I think the fact of the matter is, is like we age and things change when we age. And so right. I feel like that's kind of where I was going for. I was like, she just looks like she takes really good care of herself. But she looks, but, but she doesn't look like weird. But we shouldn't like use qualify with the age. So I just want right. to put that out there because I kind of felt weird. Where I was like, well, yeah, I get, I get it. Like when people say that to me, I get kind of annoyed. Right. So we're just going to clean that up and move on. Great. Um, Done. Yeah. So... Uh, did you have a good Mother's Day, first and foremost? Oh, yeah. Happy Mother's uh, we Day to-, to all the yes, mothers. Thank you. Uh, we went out to dinner on Saturday night, and Brandon is like forever and always laughing and crying at the same time because he it, it, he can't surprise me. He cannot do it. I always find out somehow. Are you looking? Um, no. I'm not looking. Sure? And in fact, I try not to look. Okay, so here's how I like, for example... He got me a Mother's Day card and I found it before he even gave it to me because when I drop Miles off in the morning, it's been really cold, as you as you clearly know, mm-hmm. but if those listeners out there, right. it's been really cold here and like unseasonably cold. And so when I drop Miles off in the morning, I wear Evie. I put her in the Solly wrap because I have to like walk across this whole like campus to take Miles to preschool. Yeah. And I wear Brandon's puffy jacket because i can zip it up over her so i found it in the pocket of his puffy jacket as i was putting it on i was like what is this i pulled out and i was like oh it's my mother's day (laughs) so i feel like he did this with christmas abbott where the email was up like he kind of like like leads you there he's not good at like covering his tracks at all sure and yeah, right. Like the, when I found out that he had booked us to interview Christmas Abbott, it was because he left the email up on my computer. And then like, and then even, even to the point where we were on our way to the restaurant and unbeknownst to me, he had ordered flowers to be delivered to the restaurant so that they would be waiting when we got there. Well, we were running late for our reservation. So I called and I was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know we're running about 10 minutes late for reservation. They're like, oh, okay. So what do you want us to do with these flowers? <laughs> And Brandon was like, come on. Oh, man. So, like, he cannot win. No. Anyway, so it was, it was nice. So we went to the kitchen in Boulder. My mom watched Miles, and we took Evie. And, you know, having, like, she was fine. Yeah. Going out to dinner with a three-month-old is way, is really easy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it was nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so I did watch Wine Country. Oh, yeah. And How was it? Did you watch it yet? Because I know you sent the you sent the no the text. I really want it. Okay. I really want to, but yeah, I haven't gotten, I haven't around, gotten around, to around to it yet. And uh, it's amazing. I'm not okay now. I can't give you like it's not like a spoilers type of movie, but it's just so. No, I've heard it's like pretty low stakes. Pretty low stakes, but but like exactly what you need it to be. Just like 100. percent 
So I think I went into it and I was like, okay, is this going to be kind of like disappointing? Like I know all my favorite people are in it, but I think because of that, I was really worried that it was going to tank. So, cause you want it to be really good because all the great people are in it. So then you're kind of like, is this going to be kind of like Valentine's day or she's just not that into you? Like where it's like a star studded cast, but the movie's just like so bad. <laughs> And this was so good. Like, this was one of those movies where you're like, I'm, this is going to be on my rotation now. So if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Netflix. It's called Wine Country. It has pretty much everyone that you care about from SNL cast in it. Written, I want to say it was written by Amy Poehler. If, if not, she's a co-writer and a direct, this was, I believe, her directorial debut. So yes. check it out. Feel good. It'll make you really like want to start planning your 50th birthday party now, but or 40th or 30th for that matter. Like who cares about age? But this is all around a 50th birthday party. And I think it has so much to do with your age. It's just one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be me and my girlfriends when we're turning 50. Like this is amazing. Oh, they drink a lot of wine. Tina Fey's character is so funny in it. And there's a lot of like cameos that you'll love. But anyway, check that out. And I need to watch it. It's definitely a feel good. You will not be disappointed movie. And there's a great cameo in the beginning by my favorite person right now. I will say it kind of makes fun of millennials a little bit too much. Like they kind of go hard on the millennials. But at the same time, it's like all in good fun and humor and Oh my God. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil some of the funny moments, but it's, it was hilarious. Okay. So where should we start? Should we start with some questions? I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about changing. I had a moment of like, have I talked about changing my 2019 word on here yet? Because people did ask. Let's start with that. People did ask about what was my raising the bar? Like, how's that going for 2019? And I texted Claire the other day and I was like, can I change my word? I know it's it's a little bit similar, but I was like, I just want to be, I want to stop being in my comfort zone. And raising the bar is a little bit too vague for me to just be like, okay, how can I raise the bar? Like, I kind of want to look for moments where I just kind of get my ass kicked a little bit. I know that sounds really weird, but what's a good word for just always feeling really awkward and uncomfortable, like all the time. (laughs) Can I just do that for the rest of 2019? I feel like I'm not super connected to the raising the bar. While I love that idea, there's just been some moments where I'm like, God, I got to get out of this rut. And the only way to do this is to completely be uncomfortable in situations, whether that be social situations, whether that be events I sign up for or things I try like trying new classes or try, I don't know, you name it. But I find myself getting into these, this mindset of like, well, I just don't feel like doing that. And I, I think it's not, it, it's just hasn't been good for me. I feel like from the moment that you started talking about raising the bar being your word, you had so many qualifiers for it. And I think both like Scott what? and I, like you'd always be like, well, you know, like not every single day or like not everything or, you know, you always would like put it out there like, yeah, you know, I just really want to challenge myself and hold myself to a higher standard, but like not for every single thing, you know, not all the time, like just, you know, certain things I'm going to really try to raise the bar and really hold myself. And then like, I think both Scott and I, as soon as you said raise the bar, we were both like, okay, well, let's maybe like focus it a little bit more. <laughs> Wait, what did you talk to Scott about this? I don't remember. No, he, rem- he, I remember you saying that he had also mentioned like, that he thought that you should. Be more oh yes, because mm-hmm. I remember we had this conversation at like dinner in January. Yeah, it was actually like right around New Year's Eve when we had this conversation, and he was kind of like, "What did he say?" He said, "There's never going to be a right time for like all the things I had going in my head." He's like, "There's never going to be a right time," and I think that right. just fits more with being like, "I just need to completely get out of my head, get out of my comfort zone, whatever that looks like." Just like go for yeah, it. Yeah. Um. And to be specific, like, for example, if I make plans, I'm like super anti-plan on the weekend. It makes me really uncomfortable. I'm like, I need to make plans and I need to do the plans. And little things like that that just kind of like throw me off. Um, Because I think I anticipate getting like socially exhausted. I'm like, no, I just need to like suck it up. So you haven't decided on one yet? What do you mean? It's not just like... On a word. picked a new word? No. No. I just... The only thing I think of like when I picture it is like flipping upside down that's the thing I picture I picture you like you remember of course you did because you're a cheerleader when like the football team went around the field and they like bashed through the banner mm-hmm. oh my god that's I was, what I, I picture I held the banner see stop holding the banner stop, start <laughs> bashing through it start bashing oh my gosh I just remember working so hard on those banners and then they would just bash destroy them, them yeah. in an instant Joy, you've worked too hard on your banner it's time to bash it through okay I like that visual. Thank you. 
Yes, I'm very good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> somebody po- I posted it last week, I think it was, that Miles drew all over his walls. Uh-huh. And someone was like, way to go, year of presence, because I, or year of, yeah, presence being present, because I walked in on Miles drawing on his walls, and I was like, you know what? To be fair, he didn't know that this was a rule. Yeah. Like, I can't get, you know, who doesn't want to draw on the walls? It's actually and really like, fun. Yeah, it's, and I was like, I want to draw on the walls. Yeah. So I just told him, listen, let's have at it. Like, I really, actually, what happened was a friend came over, and this is this friend, like, was one, it used to be one of Miles's teachers, and then she moved to a different job, and she still comes over and, you know, sees him sometimes and hangs out with us. Yeah. She was like, where's Miles? I said, oh, he's down in his room. And she goes down and she calls back, do you know what he's doing? The worst thing like, that no. someone could say to you. <laughs> Why do you ask? She's like, he's coloring on the walls. I was like, with what? She's like, markers. I was like, okay. Uh-huh. So uh, I walked down and I was like, well, you know what? We've never had this conversation. Like, I've never told him that he can't draw on the walls. Right. So, like, it would not be fair of me to, to get just super like, pissed Yeah. Right so now. what did he, yeah, what'd you say? And then what did he say? So I just was like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> cool. He's like, look, I made this race car. And he was like, so psyched about it. It was sure. just like a scribble. And I was like, you know what? Sure. Like, let's just color on the walls. Yeah. So we just made a big mural out of markers on his wall. <laughs> That's amazing. And I was like, this is the one wall we can draw on. Because yeah. he has like these mountains painted. I was like, we can draw on the gray part. We can't draw on the rest of the of the room. This is one time only. And then after this, you have to draw on paper. Yeah. And he loves it. He loves it. Every time we walk in his room, he's like, mom, I love my room. <sighs> and he's like, everyone, I want to show, he wants to show all his friends. Like, they're going to love it. I And so it was a great, it was so great. What a great But I did, someone was like, way to, way to be present. I was like, yes, yeah. good. Thank you yeah. for calling that out. Because I did feel like, you know what? Yeah, it was a good, I was proud of myself for not like freaking out. Yeah. But I kind of, and now I'm like, okay, when can I erase this? When can I wash this off? Because it's hectic looking. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't relax. A lot of chaos. It's like. <laughs> yes. Uh um, okay, should we do some questions? We have a lot of Q&A, or was there something else you want to talk about? Really quick, I want to talk about, because I want to get your take on this, because I know we both... Hot take. Hot take. I know we both like to use anxiety as like preparation, which is not a thing, but we like to have anxiety thinking that it's preparation. You know what I mean? Like, Right. We get anxious about things thinking that it's preparing us yes. for what's going to happen. I was trying to like reverse engineer that quote, and I just couldn't, couldn't grasp it, so yeah. thank you. But... So I've been doing that a lot lately, and I realized that I was... So I was listening to Nora McNerney, and everyone knows I love her. I love her podcast, love her book. And she talked about her new book, No Happy Endings, on a podcast recently. And she was talking about how she's like, look, no matter how much... Like, you always think about losing the people you love so much. Um, you always think about that. You're, you, we all fear that. We all are like, can't imagine that happening. She's like, no amount. She's like, I used to do that all the time as a kid. I would worry about it. I'd worry about my parents dying. She's like, no amount of worrying because she lost her father um, a few years ago. She's like, no amount of worrying could prepare me or was even in the ballpark of what I actually experienced. And for whatever reason, that like hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, I have been doing that so much recently. I have been worrying and anxious about the future and not staying present. And so that kind of made me think of your like year of presence. I'm like, maybe I need to do that too. Cause that's super uncomfortable for me. Like that is out of my comfort zone is to be present. I'm like meditation, whatever. I don't have time for that. And I'm not saying I have to meditate, but that whatever, for whatever reason, that specific quote of being like all of that worrying about something like that, that serious and that scary in our lives, like could not prepare me for, for the actual feelings that came up or the actual experience. And I'm like, <gasps> I need to be better about that. So I, I think I'm just committing to this right now on the podcast and like saying it out loud of being like, I have been doing that so much with work, with life, with relationships, with fill in the blank of being super anxious, super worried. And it's compl- and I think it's just making me really, really like struggle bus. Like I'm having bad days and I noticed that my mood has been like all over the place. So reminders, presence. Don't, yes, don't take out anxiety insurance. That's what I call it. I like that. Where I feel like, and I'm sure I didn't, I'm sure someone else, I probably got that from somewhere, but I can't remember where. Yeah. So somebody's like, Claire, you did not invent that. Yeah. Please educate me. Yeah. Because my brain didn't hold on well, to yeah. that. Yeah. If someone knows I, where the original yeah, if, source is. If that's is, a yeah. thing and it wasn't me. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You absorbed like, it somewhere. Like you're, Yes, you're insuring yourself against future discomfort by worrying about it now. Yeah, it's that worry is not preparation. 
Right. And I have lost that. And I think that's a good reminder that just because we quote unquote master something over the years doesn't mean it sticks. Because that's no. what I think it surprised me was I was like, what the heck is going on with me lately? And it may be because I'm reading a lot about death. Like, I'm, <laughs> that's okay. Take a step back from all the death I really, books. I may, I, I may need to do it was that. Like when you, it's like when you had to stop watching the Kardashians. Yeah. It, that's a really good point. Like I'm, because then I was like, why don't I have nice things? Why don't right. I have fancy cars? And why don't I get all the plastic surgery? I'm kidding. But right. like that may be a part of it. It's getting into my psyche. I know I'm a super sensitive person and that is not a task I've mastered. And I needed that yeah, reminder. This like, is why I, I don't like watching serial killer documentaries. Yeah. Because I'm like, everyone I know is going to get serial killed. They're going to get serial killed. (laughs) (laughs) Happens to some, you know. No. Someone's going to get serial killed. I don't think I consciously am letting it get to me. But then I'm like having horrible dreams. Like, oh my gosh, I had this horrible nightmare Are you telling me about where Scott got stabbed by your male lady? Well, okay. This is, okay. We're going to go real dark for one moment. And then we're going to lighten it up for a moment. So that horrible shooting that happened in Colorado last week, devastating, devastating, just for every single reason everyone can think of, just hit me super hard, as probably every human that saw that story. So watching the news, I was kind of mindful not to like watch the news too seriously and like, you know, absorb that because I just is... all the 24 seven coverage just can really get to someone. And so that night I go to bed and I had this horrible nightmare. I don't have nightmares, but I had this nightmare that Scott, the male lady came at like nine at night. And we have this house that has, it's like an A-frame with all windows in the front. So you can see people walking up to our front door. And so the male lady's walking up and I was like, oh, Scott, like we're in our living room, which we always are. Male lady's walking up and it was super vivid. Again, I don't remember my dreams that vividly. So this was like, I could tell was just super, super emotional about it. And the male lady's walking up and I'm like, oh, Scott, it, the male lady's here. You should go get the mail. Because usually I, I make Scott answer the door if it's like late at night. <laughs> and so he goes out to get the mail from the male lady, which we know our male lady. She's not like a scary person. But as he's opening the door, and again, I'm just prefacing this if you're like just tuning in for some reason, reason this is a dream. This is a dream. This is a dream. Because what I'm about to say is very scary. <laughs> I don't want someone to like all of a sudden just pop, like, pop up on this moment and be like, what is going on? Um, so this was a dream. And so she's like handing Scott the mail, but it's a gun. And she's handing it to him, like almost like it's the mail, like here. And he goes to grab it and she shoots him in the stomach and like runs off. And I couldn't dial 911. Like I was trying to dial it. The phone wasn't going through. The numbers weren't punching in. I would try to call and it wasn't 911. They were like, this is the wrong number. You're calling the wrong number. And I was like, what is the number? So it's pretty obvious like why I had that dream. But I was just like, oh my God. So the next morning I wake up and I told Scott I had this dream. I'm like, Scott, tell him everything that I just told you. And he goes, (laughs) he like takes a beat and he's like, well, man, I'm not going to get the mail at night. I was like, I guess I better not get the mail at night. I was like, that's oh, your response? Scott. I'm like, so I'm yeah, so... Like, Come on, I just told you you're brutally murdered yeah. in my dream. And nope. you're like, oh, I guess I'm not going to get the mail. <laughs> anyway, oh, so a lot of yeah, processing going on. I need to just been watching so much. Way, way too many murder documentaries. Yeah, and I don't think we really like take a moment to realize like that stuff just gets in. Like, even if you think like, oh, I'm super entertained, like... Yeah, these are real let's stories just, that happen to real people. Let's lighten it up with some wine country. Let's watch some Harry Potter. Let's watch yeah. what else is good, like Pixar movies. I just rewatched the Great British Baking Show. Oh, just just keep watching. I, that. Yeah, I want some Paul Hollywood in my dreams, like telling yes. me that my bottoms want, are so- soggy. I, the the most drama that I want ever again in my life ever is that my like souffle collapses. Yeah. Or that like my why do why do they always have such a hard time getting like their gingerbread cookie castles snap. to stand up or the snap yeah. of, the, of the gingerbread cookie yes or this the, ginger yeah, snaps anything, like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's that's all the, all the drama that I need yeah. is just the con- cookie construction yeah. drama right thank you very mm-hmm. much yes thank you so uh, note to anyone else out there who may be getting you know ingesting too many murder podcasts or true crime <laughs> documentaries or even the why news you also like. 
been reading yeah that girl's book i've been reading about death like like, crazy and about depression and i think it's because it's a part of me that like truly is healed by like people's stories of overcoming like really tough stuff like Let's clearly let's mix it's it a up. little oversaturated right yeah. now, that part of your brain. For sure. So maybe like yeah. read a book about like a happy book about dogs next. Happy book. Some books about dogs are the yeah. worst. Oh man. Oh yeah. There's certain- Have you, did, you ever, did you ever see that article that um website? It was like does the dog die.com? Oh no, but I've heard about that. Yeah, because it's yeah, like Yeah, there's a website. I don't know if that's exactly what it's called, but it's a website that tells you if a dog dies at the end of the movie just so you can get it out of the way and know. I completely <laughs> would do that because I had to do that for free solo. I had to oh I had to Google if the guy lived or I had to like be, confirm that he was alive before I watched Free Solo because I'm like, I can't I can't do this. I just can't. Yeah, so doesthedogdie.com, crowdsourced emotional spoilers for movies, TV, TV, books, and more. So needed. So there's 50 plus categories. It is... So needed. A dog dies, a kid dies, there are jump scares, someone's burned alive. Oh, God. Which, by the way, there were so many, again, going to preface this, I don't watch Game of Thrones, I'm not this devotee, but because Scott is watching the final season and there's all this hype around it. I'm just watching it with him. And last night's episode was so fiery. There was like, all I could think of though was, man, that's a lot of stuntmen just rolling around with fire suits on. <laughs> it was like constant guys like Spoiler alert, rolling. Joy, geez. Oh ah! <laughs> I mean, I'm, j- I'm not kidding. I was like, that's so many stuntmen with fire suits. Just, and it was like the same movement. I'm like waving my hands in the, in the air and they're just like, ah! Yeah, the fire movement. Everybody knows this is what it looks like when you're on fire. <laughs> Which is totally not what you should do. You should stop, drop, and roll. Stop, and drop, and roll. Didn't you even go to American public elementary schools? Come on. Stop, drop, and roll. There was this, I saw something recently that was like, uh, being an adult has a lot as an adult I've never once had to use stop drop and roll I was misled <laughs> yeah, I was, was like things I thought were going to be a bigger issue ghosts quicksand yeah things that are the issue student loans it's like oh god <sighs> all right student loans okay do we want to get into some questions yes yeah, some q and a all right so let's see so we asked on instagram you guys as always delivered yeah always such good okay. questions oh this is a good one okay <laughs> so real quick the f- here's the first one do we even care about the crossfit games without regionals i mean we're going it'll be mm-hmm. fun yeah if you guys want to hang out with us we'll be there honestly uh, <laughs> i will say this every year i go for the social part of it yes. i go, go for to the expo i go for the what should i call it um vendor village vendor village i go for the yeah. great food we I get to, to see like our sponsors yeah, yeah we get to meet up with sponsors you know there's celeb sightings so every once in a while celeb. we get to see people well, i'm not talking about us hug, i'm talking about <laughs> hug bob harper hug twice. Bob, yeah mm-hmm. i'm mm-hmm. still so embarrassed for how i acted last year around mm-hmm. bob harper I still have like insecurity around it. Like I about because of the time we sat there and watched him do the podcast. That and, you, like, and afterwards, excited? I was so just I was a little out of control. I just said I, mean, I love you too much. I said <laughs> I love you like six times, and it's just like you only needed one, just one love. Yeah, and I was like, Bob, I love you. I love you. I'm like so. It just I was I too you. nervous. I love you. Slash excited. Slash he had just survived a heart attack, and I just I, I remember leaving, being like, I just completely spoiled any chance of friendship with bob harper i'm officially that weirdo i feel like it didn't come across it didn't come across as like psycho as you apparently remember it yeah well it was like because we're like we're joining claire and he was like so excited and then i just kind of took that window a little too far it's okay Um, i'm a little ashamed that's right publicly apologizing um (laughs) hi bob sorry yeah okay let's moving on what were your weddings like this is a good question. Hmm. I got married in Santa Fe. Why did you get married in Santa Fe? Neither one of you are from oh, Santa Oh, really? Fe. So the the quick version is Scott was working with... Sa- <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah. Really? Didn't know that. Why one? did you ask me? The, uh, neither of you are from there. Oh, really? No, no I, you're not. No, I thought 
I thought that I told everyone the story. Like, oh. I mean, with 300 and some odd episodes, there's times where I'm like, have we not talked about this? But Scott and I, so Scott's from Oklahoma, family, all his family's in Oklahoma. All my fam- family is in Arizona. So our families are going to have to travel no matter what. At the time, Scott was working with St. John's College in Santa Fe. He loved it. He was traveling there almost every week. And he's like, Joy, you would love this town. It is beautiful. They have this amazing chapel there. There's so much history. It's just a good vibe. It's centrally located. Let's check it out. And at the time, I was like, I don't really care where we get married. I had no ties to Arizona. Like, I didn't want to get married in a specific place. I didn't have any dreams about where I was going to get married. Like, it probably should not surprise anyone that I was like, I just didn't plan for any of this in my life. I was just like, I don't even know if I'm going to get married. And so when he threw out that idea, I was like, perfect, let's do it. And that's what we decided. Like we traveled to Santa Fe a few times. We pick out the, picked out the location and bam, 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 it was done. Yeah. And it's, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I love Santa Fe so much. So that place holds a special place in my heart. So did it say, what is our, what were our weddings like? Yeah. My You had a mariachi band. Yeah, we had a mariachi band, which is kind of like this it's um the the tradition that a lot of people do in Santa Fe is they get married at the Loreto Chapel and then you get a mariachi band to parade you down to your reception. So everyone walks in a parade. So you have like your own little parade to your reception, which is just down the street. And then you have a big party and then you go home. Our wedding was about 90 people. I would say that's that was huge for me because I can't imagine having more than that. I just felt like that was an enormous wedding with all the people rolling around. But yeah, I mean, it was it was like intimate as much as that could be for 90 people. It was at this awesome restaurant that had like a little court outside. So we kind of had our own big conference room or um, dining room with like an outside patio with a bar and it was just great. It was just a lovely little wedding and the photography was amazing because it's Santa Fe and surrounded by all our friends and family. And then we honeymooned in Kona, which is why we keep going there because we love it. Yeah. I will say, I was thinking about this question, by the way, like I think someone asked like an advice question about married or, or getting married. It was like advice for like getting married or your wedding day. And I was like, oh my gosh, when I look back at my wedding, it was really fun, but like, don't sweat the details. Like if I look back on my wedding, like there may have been one or two things that maybe didn't happen. I swear to God, 12 years later, I can't even tell you what they were. It just doesn't matter. What matters is getting into your life and making sure that you figure out marriage hacks because that's where shit gets real. So true. I was a wedding planner forever and all through college. And that was yeah. like my biggest thing. And I always told brides, they'd be like, well, you know, such and such isn't. Oh, yeah. You, show you up talked about the um, like whatever. There's yeah. like some extra liner on a right. tablecloth. Yeah. It's like, like a charger plate. <laughs> yeah. Or something, no one like is going to remember that. Plate. No. Yeah. And I'd be like, you know what? Like no one is going to know yeah. if like the petals, you know, that were supposed to line the aisle blew away. Yeah. Or like, no one's going to know if like your hair, you know, isn't the right, like you're going to know. And if it's important to you, then, you know, it's important to you. If it's it's important to you, it's important to you and whatever. But like, no one else will know or even notice. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What about yours? We got married. Brandon and I got married in the middle, not in the middle, in January, beginning of January. It snow, like a foot and a half on our wedding day. I'll always remember your wedding. It was so fun. It was so fun. I remember driving there in this blizzard. Yeah. That part I didn't have to experience. And so I think that is unfortunately what most people remember (laughs) was the fact that like, like Brandon's parents, they say they're like, yeah, your wedding was beautiful, but we couldn't get our car like up the parking lot. Like someone had to get out and like push the car, the rental car. And, but yeah, no, we had a great time and it snowed a bunch. And then we had our reception at a restaurant in downtown Boulder. And um, we didn't have like a DJ or anything like that. We just had like a huge dinner. And it was great. Great. And a hot chocolate bar, which we yes, cannot and we had, instead of, forget Instead that. of a wedding cake, we had a hot chocolate bar with like all these little Oh, that was things. so good. I just remember like going through the line of all the things you can put in your hot chocolate. And I was like, this is yeah. amazing. And you had celestial seasonings boxes and John oh, Hay yeah, was our, there. Like, our wedding favors were. It was so boxes. weird that John Hay was there. Like, I mean, so he's random. My dad, so. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to start at the bottom because those were like some of the most recent. Yeah. Questions. Okay. The silliest fight you've ever had with your husband. Silliest oh fight. So recently, this has been really silly. Little things will come up. Like last night, I got so <laughs> bad. It's so stupid. But like, it's one of those things where it's like this. Let's let's just put this in the category category of like, this really doesn't need to be a big deal. Why are you making it a big deal? So 
and I want a partial or what I want to like an outside opinion of what you would do if you were Scott impartial. Thank you. Impartial. I was like, what am I looking for? It's not objective. So I, when our recycling gets full, I like <laughs> Claire's laughing already. When our recycling gets full, I pull up the liner bag and I like shake it and I like shove it down. So I'm like, I just don't, I'm too lazy to go like put it in the recycling. So I'm like, you can fit more stuff in it. So I can save myself like doing it right now where I'm like in the middle of dinner, but I'm going to shake it down. I'm going to pull the ties up and I'm going to like almost close the bag, but it like makes everything fall down to where the handles are kind of like sticking out of the bin, but that allows me to then put more stuff in, but then the lid isn't all the way closed. It drives him crazy. He went over and he's like, this is a bad habit. This is a bad habit. (laughs) I said, oh, I said some bad words. I'm like, you need to blank off. And (laughs) I'm not kidding. I said, you need to blank off. This is not a big deal. Like that and then we started laughing because I was like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's so stupid, but like that bugs him. Those are the things. Those are the things that I feel like but are like if, the, if you're do, like yeah. So impartial opinion. Impartial opinion. Yeah. Marriage court. Let's go. Super not a big deal. Right? I would do that. Yeah. So I'm right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Scott, chill the F out. Um however, I am not the person like I there are certain things, and I think everyone has this. Totally. Like, they what have is their the things. thing in your house that you just don't see? Okay. Good. Like, yes. So for me, it's a full recycling bin. Like, I will pile stuff yeah. so high. And yeah. like, my mom will come over and she's like, Do you want me to take out your recycling? And I'm like, I literally <laughs> didn't even notice. Yeah. She's like, How did you not notice? There's like four accessory bags that are also full sitting next to it. Like, I think, and like for Brandon, it is dishes in the sink okay like once they get into the sink they're dead to him yeah can't see him or a lot of people it's like the last pot on the stove mm-hmm. like they clean the whole kitchen and there's like one more pot on the stove and they like truly don't even see it yeah or also for brandon like his car is so gross uh-huh. all the time like how does this not bother you he's like i just don't even notice it don't, yeah what is your thing scott's is, my thing would be probably recycling because i like I truly yeah. don't care about that and then scott doesn't yeah. like like Little tiny cluttery things, like I'll leave stuff out, like piles of things, like piles of books. Plan, yeah. What's the plan for this? Like things that really could be put away, but I or clothes, like piles of clothes that I'm like, I could just do like a few sweaters on my bed and I'm fine. He's like, no, put those away. Like, what's the plan for this? I don't really care about that stuff. The thing that he does not do, he doesn't notice, is counters. Like he will leave spills and crumbs just. He do, yeah, like he'll eat chips and salsa and, you know, salsa just cakes and yeah. doesn't come off. Doesn't notice that. Drives me crazy. Drives uh, me absolutely crazy. Yeah, no. Brandon used to <laughs> not close cabinets. I feel like I have a feeling after I, so many people, please send us the pictures of your spouse not closing the cabinets. Oh, or jars. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, the jar the top. thing. So many people. Oh, yeah. So but many I think people. cabinets and drawers in the kitchen is a thing. Like, yeah. sometimes people just open it and they just don't, don't close, close it. it. Brandon's gotten Brandon better about it. Brandon doesn't close when, cabinets? He's he does now because I okay. would be like Brandon, like just close the cat, open it, close it. But he also doesn't like put things away right away, and so like he'll take something out. He's not like a clean up as you go type of person, which drives me crazy. Yeah. He's like a make a mess and then just clean it all up at once at the end. Okay, anyway, yeah. But that's the thing is like the end sometimes never happens and it just like stays just dirty for days. Conveniently doesn't get done. Uh, that is so okay. funny. Okay, silly fights. I want to hear from people doing silly fights. <laughs> What is your go-to outfit? Mm, okay, so on the weekends, okay, I've been trying to not dress like sweatpants and gym clothes all the time because it's just so comfortable and easy to do in Colorado. But I also don't have like fancy places to go. But I try to do like, if I do weekend outfits, if if it's like leggings, I try to put on like clean gym clothes when I'm running errands and like kind of match. Um, otherwise, like jean shorts, t-shirt weekends and then for work i have like a very specific rotation of someone i will i'll kill two birds with one stone with this question because someone did ask about t-shirts for large shoulders for broad shoulders james purse hands down james purse p-e-r-s yeah they are but you can get them at nordstrom rack so p-e-r-s-e and it's a california brand they last forever not kidding i've had all of their t-shirts last like 
10 years plus I've had. And like through tons of washings, they don't get holes. I'm wearing one right now. This is a James Purse shirt. But they fit really well and find it at Nordstrom Rack. They do have sales. Okay. So go-to for work would be like pretty basic neutral colors, comfortable pants, slacks, flats. I try not to wear heels anymore. Getting past the heels. Not worth it. No thanks. I, right now have been wearing the same like three pairs of leggings since I was like four months pregnant, mm-hmm. which everyone's like, Claire, what are your favorite maternity leggings? Uh, the Lululemon Align pant. Mm. I love them. They're very high-waisted. high-waisted. They're light. Mm-hmm. And they're like the Wonder Unders have a high-waisted, but they're a lot thicker. The Align leggings are really a lot thinner. Mm-hmm. So they don't like squeeze you. Mm-hmm. And I've just been wearing the same three pairs since like the middle of last summer because I'm, my body is still just changing so much that I don't want to buy new clothes yet. Yeah. And, but I, anyway, so leggings and t-shirts and sweaters, Great. basically. Love it. Um, but when I'm not pregnant or postpartum, pretty much just jeans and then t-shirts or sweaters. Mm-hmm. I like jeans. I like skinny jeans. Yeah. I like Madewell jeans a lot. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite brand. I like Levi's jeans yeah. that are like the curve line because they have a bunch of stretch in them. Different. Mm-hmm. What Instagram or Facebook ad product do you want to try the most but haven't pulled the trigger yet? I love this question. I pull the trigger on a lot of Instagram ads. Do you really? Well, I know you do with your toothpaste tablets. I know. Let's see. One that I haven't tried yet that I want to try. Nothing's coming to mind. Now I feel like I need to like go on my Instagram stories. Well, the only thing that comes to mind for me is truly the one that they always show me, which is like the flowy California clothes. I'm like, that sweatshirt looks amazing, but I don't need another sweatshirt with a sunset on it, but it looks really great I mean, do you not let's see let's see if i can get yeah it to like give if me you does it like does it always give us ads because maybe we could just pull one up that's like i know uh i always get the somersault ad for those swimsuits they look really cute oh. uh, sponsored i just see. got a hershey's one hershey's chocolate milano diet hashtag um i get i love that the milano stuff. diet made milano ads on our instagram yes amazing sorry what what, what um, did you say I get a lot for like kid stuff and like bedding and sheets. And I just got Ikea. So I, I would say that like, I don't. This is a fun game. This is a fun game. Like, what would you buy? I don't know if I've seen one where I'm like, ooh, I definitely need that. I may have clicked yeah. on it out of curiosity being like, what is this company? This is kind of cool. Um, I'm trying to see if I can get one that I want. But a lot of like swimsuits right now. Yeah, I would say clothing is probably yeah. the biggest one. So I try to avoid like the the clothing trap because I could so easily just start online shopping. Yeah, but I'd say the toothpaste tablets are pretty pretty cool. Guys, I love them. Oh, let's see, Chaco Footwear. I just got an ad that's like National Park Foundation prints Chacos, and they're oh, so yeah. cute. They are cute. Even though I have like this weird thing with Chacos, I'm like I I will only own one pair. But they're like designed like, I know. Oh, you can't see. They're so cute. Um, it's okay. They're designed like the national parks. Uh, by the way, Outdoor Voices has the cutest pair of Chaco-like footwear. I cannot believe, I cannot remember if it's like that brand or the other ones. No, they did a collab with Teva. There we go. Cutest yeah. color combos that I would buy. Yeah, those are cute. Yeah. When you talk about, quote unquote, eating the frog first, which by the way, I've never heard the saying in my you life. You haven't? What is it that you're typically dreading to do? No, I've never heard that saying. Really? No. Um, it just means like do the thing you don't want to do. Do it the first thing in the morning so you're not like procrastinating all day. I mean, okay, and it's kind of a way to like check the worst, not the worst, check the uh, biggest mountain off your task list right. that morning. First. first thing of the day. Uh, what am I usually, what do I have to do? Usually like work for other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody asked me the other day, like, what do you do? On my own Instagram stories, they're like, what is your job? Um, mostly I'm a stay-at-home mom, but also I do, I have a couple of like um, email marketing clients and one of whom in particular I'm really far behind on right now. And so when I get behind on stuff on, on deadlines, like it just compounds and it's instead of becoming like the first thing that I want to do because I'm behind on it, it becomes the last thing that I want to do because I'm like dreading it now. Yeah. So yeah, there's like one person who I'm like a week behind on and I, instead of emailing her and just explaining like, hey... I had a lot. I had a big busy week last week. I'm sorry, I'm running behind. I just like get anxiety now every time I check my email because I'm afraid she's going to email me and be like, "Where are we with this?" And be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." You're like hiding but behind the computer. It doesn't matter because you don't pay me until it's done anyway. Yeah. And, like this is not a priority right. for you apparently. So right. like, and not it's not a priority, but right. I just get so like I just I just work it up in my head totally. So pretty much anything if I'm behind on it or like 
yeah, like my taxes, I was really afraid to do. Be- and I, we weren't overdue on them, but it was so close that I was like, the, the closer it got, like the more scared I got of doing it instead of the more motivated I got right. to do it. No, right. not yeah. Okay. This is a total kind of tangent, not to be morbid, but do you guys have a will? Have you done a will yet? No, that is my goal okay. for the month of May though. Do you have a will? No. And I was just- Sandy's going to hear this. I know. Mad. Well, I just messaged her today about it because of all, okay. I know this sounds bad, yeah. but like, it's actually very smart. Yeah, you should um, have a will. You should have a will. Insurance. Do it. And life insurance. Yeah. So that's on my like thing I know. to Actually, do. And also and I just take care of some week. retirement stuff that I need to take care of. Yeah. Like anyway, that always know, overwhelms me. Anything with like my money balances where I have to call people oh and be like, you need to transfer this here and there. I'm like, ah, just. Oh, like, I know. I have an old 401k sitting with my last job. Yes. Like all I have to do that's is just what call I have to do. place. So yes. they give you a check to put it in my new one and I haven't done that yet. Yeah. And I need to do that. I I, Brian and I were just talking about the will thing. I really need, like, we have two kids. Yes. We got to figure this out. And, um, yeah, I don't know. What was the other thing that you had just said about not, oh, I, there was a funny meme I saw that was like, pull and pray is not my birth control method, but it is what I do with my debit card. <laughs> yes. Come on, big that. money. Come on, big yeah, money. Big money, big money, um, big money. Yeah, Sandy yeah, is going, I'll pass on the info Sandy sent to me because I just got this long reply. Um, so I'll forward it to you. But if anyone out there has advice or suggestions and if you haven't done a will, I need to like go see someone about this because we have like some complicated assets. Yeah. And people that you leave behind, this will make their lives so much easier and they do not need to worry about this when you pass on. Okay. Right. Back to our question. Eating the frog for me is at my job. There are parts of my job where I'm like, uh, numbers, stats, blah. Like I have to keep track of a lot of patient numbers and how many slots we have during the week so I can get patients be into the clinic and how often they can be seen. So there's a lot of like number crunching I have to do on Monday mornings that I just don't like to do. Like I had to do it this morning. I'm like, ah, I just have to do it. Like make myself focus, crunch all these numbers. I have to pull them from like 20 different sources so that we can make sure the clinic is up and running. And... Every analytics. single Monday morning, I don't like to do, yeah, it's all about analytics. So that's not like the funnest part of my job, but it's only on Mondays. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do some quick ones. Okay. Who are some people you follow for recipe inspirations? Mm-hmm. I love 40 Aprons. Obviously, I know you we do. love Paleo and G. I love 40 Aprons. Obviously, Julie Bauer, um, Fat and Fit, obviously. Um, I love Nom Nom Paleo. Her stuff, I love her. Like She has a, gr- a bunch of great sauces. And all of her stuff is like very Asian inspired, which I love. Um, I love Half Baked Harvest, which is not even like remotely healthy or paleo or whatever. But her stuff is so good. And of course, Smitten Kitchen. Like you have to love Smitten Kitchen. Yeah. I'm not going to answer um, that because I don't do a ton of recipes. I know. I, that's why I just I don't want away. you to get mad, but I feel like I want to answer something really, really, really quick. But I feel like it could turn into 10 minutes of a conversation. Is this the Rachel Hollis question? Yeah. But I, you're going to be surprised at what I have to say. <laughs> Okay, let's. I, yes, go ahead. Okay. I had a feeling though. I was like, of all these like 100 questions, this is the one that she would think that I would be mad about. Yeah. Because everyone's like, talk about Rachel Hollis. Why don't you like Rachel Hollis? Blah, 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 blah. And I had this realization today, and I think it has to do with all my anxiety crap. Is I'm like, I'm kind of sick of like bashing influencers, people who aren't experts. I'm kind of like done with that. And the reason is, if people can get something from someone and it's inspiring to them, like who am I to judge? Where I get kind of annoyed is when people take on like the expert role, right? Like we can all agree with that, but I'm just kind of done like bashing people. I'm just done with that. I realized that today. I was like, Rachel Hollis, you go girl. If you're making millions off of your books, great. I don't love that. I feel like sometimes she plagiarizes, but I believe that. That seems like a big one. That's. I feel like that's a big one. And I feel like you're allowed to be like, you know what, Rachel Hollis? You're I think it's important. Taking to- other people's work and making it seem like this She's is She's regurgitating idea. it. And that's why I don't love, I don't connect well with her work because of that reason. But if other people are going to grab from it, great. I wish she would give other people credit. I wish anyone out there who is telling the world that they're like an influencer you're going to get your, you're getting your information from somewhere. So please cite your sources. That's all I have to say. But I think I'm not going to rant about Rachel Hollis anymore because A, I just don't feel, it doesn't feel great. It's putting someone else down who's probably trying to do a really good job of giving people good information. And I think people probably get great information from her. It's not going to be me for a lot of reasons, but you know what? Like I'm just, her aside, I'm kind of done with 
looking at other accounts and being like, oh, why are they saying that? Why are they calling themselves a life coach? Why are they? I'm tired of it. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. So like, if people want to follow people, I don't want to waste time. You don't want to have to... You're like, no, I don't want to have to police other people. I don't, exactly. I was just going to say this. Like, I'm not going to sit here and continue. Like, it's like trying to hold water in your hands. Like, I just am trying, I'm tired of all the bullshit I see on Instagram or or the internet, but I'm just, I don't really care to try to make people come to us for real information. Like, that's just, or anyone for real information. Like, do you're going to figure out what you need to to learn. If you learn something from it, great, but we're going to keep putting out information that is quality and we're going to cite our sources and we're going to do it with integrity. And if other people don't practice that way, I'm just not going to pay attention to it. Right. We're done worrying about it. Yeah. Okay. So that's all I wanted to say about that. Okay. Next question. It's like Forrest Gump. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. What is a recent purchase you're so happy you made, a big or small? What did I recently buy? Oh, I really have been... Enjoying our our new home gym equipment, the Aww. rower and the sled. I'm glad we bought that. So I love to sit outside on the weekends. And Scott and I just purchased, oh, this is so funny. Like we just got it. These great, what are they called? Ad- Adirondack chairs. <laughs> Did I say it right? Yes, Huge. the Adirondacks. The Adirondacks are Thank a you. I knew you had a range. <laughs> I'm concerned that you did not know that. <laughs> I did know that, but I didn't like put it together with the yeah. stupid chairs. Adirondack, I sounded out. <laughs> oh, no. oh, so we got these great chairs um, to sit outside. There's like this. We got our front yard re-landscaped last year and they made like a sitting area on one of those mounds that we have and so we put two huge chairs out there and I'm so excited to sit on my perch and like look around the neighborhood <laughs> it's so great okay last one oh, okay. one more last two more one. gosh oh my gosh there's some big ones in here what yeah. advice will Claire give someone having a baby in the next month and a half or so huh go to find a prenatal chiropractor use them a lot and don't freak out. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And try to like try to be as open-minded as you can, which is easier said than done. But just like go to a chiropractor and try to be open-minded. Okay. Is it weird to run into fans in real life? No. We no, love it. No, we love it so much. If you ever see us in real life, please come up to us. Please. Because also, if you see us in real life, we can tell. Yeah, we sure can. If you are like side-eyeing <laughs> us from like the... To the like Target or somewhere like on the street, we can tell mm-hmm. it's less weird if you just come up to us. Yeah. And we love it. And we do love it. Um, we love talking to you. Okay. Let's do two more. Okay. Oh, this one, this one doesn't count, but I just want to read it. Okay. How do you deal with passing gas in public, especially while working out? I almost felt like this was a joke question because I'm like, it just happens. Like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know I if I deal ex- with it. Like, I just say, excuse me. I try to, if you know, leave the room if I'm in a crowded room first. <laughs> But if you leave, it doesn't. Oh, I thought you meant like like pass gas oh. and leave. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, that's called crop dusting. Uh, no, I try to leave the room before it happens if I can make it. Yeah, or I just blame it on my child. Um, Great. I just try to not make a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens. Uh, oh my gosh, it's as hard of like like so many demand a really long answer. So we yeah, may have no. to just save them for the next yes. episode, which we totally can. But we love, yes. gosh, you guys, we have, you guys submit the best questions. I actually want to yeah. read, I think there was like a couple that people um, submitted on the actual like DMs because they were too long. And someone did ask, I like this one. How do you best balance promoting yourself and the podcast and being authentic and real? I'm struggling to find the balance in my own mind. I tend to be too quiet about my business and side hustles for fear of being one of those people. Maybe I shouldn't care what they think. Authenticity matters a lot to me. I mean, I think it's all, here's the thing. I When I look at this, I'm like, I'm not, the reason I am not uncomfortable promoting the podcast is because I don't feel like I'm asking for anything. Like we enjoy right. it and we're promoting it because we're like, we're having a great time here, but I'm never feeling right. like I need something in return. And I also think part of me is like, you know what? I am putting this out there. This is social media or the internet or whatever. And it's up to you to decide, like, I'm putting this out there. You can follow me or not follow me. Yeah. You can click on this or not click on this. You can engage with this or not engage yeah. with this. Like, it's completely up to you. And I have, I think the biggest thing is like, I finally have stopped. And this goes for also like writing things about 
controversial topics, which I don't feel like we do all that much, but like mm-hmm. even back to the Rachel Hollis thing, like I have relieved myself of the burden of uh, managing other people's reactions. Yeah. And if somebody reads my stuff and is like, oh, that's really pushy, then like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Please yeah. leave. Yeah. And if people are like, oh, I don't really, you know, just promote yourself because you like it. And yeah. If you do if it from a place of it, joy and comfort, it's going to be fine. Like, do it without yeah. expecting anything in return and or feeling like you're pressuring people. Do it because you're happy. Do it because you enjoy doing it. Like anytime I post something about yeah. the podcast, it's because I'm like, I really enjoy doing this. Yeah. And I'm not asking just, people to be like, you have to like us, like us, like us, like us. Like, right. like me. The only time that we really do promote that type of stuff is at the end because I'm like, yeah, it helps us. But I'm not like super tied to saying subscribe and every if, two seconds. And if you've gotten to the end of the podcast episode... Hopefully you're like into it. Yeah. Okay. One last thing. I am doing a, uh, I'm hiking the incline for the Colorado people. So if you're in Colorado, I just decided to do this. I'm doing like a little private invite because um, I just like don't want it to be this public thing. But if you're in Colorado and you are around on the weekend, uh, I think it's the first, hold on, I'm pulling up my calendar. It's the first weekend, actually the second full weekend, June 8th. I'm going to hike the incline in Manatee Springs. If you are there and you want to hike it with me, um, a small group of us are going to be going. Send me a direct message on Instagram, Joy and Claire, and I'll add you to the little Facebook group we have. It's like a private group. So I just want to throw that out there because I know there's some Colorado people that went one year and we had a great time, but I don't know how to find you. So if you want to join us, I only get motivated to do it if I like set a date and make a Facebook group event. (laughs) Otherwise, I don't do it. Okay. Any other announcements? Support the podcast. HelloNed.com. HelloNed.com. Discount code GGW. That only works for your first offers or for your first order. So make it count. Make it a big order. Make it a big order and you can support Joy and Claire. And they're the best, guys. They're really the best. They're so cute. I'm not going to go off on how handsome they are, but they're so handsome. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this week. We'll talk to you later. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.